When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Always love you, company for midday man to Sanford Dwayne's World. Straight back to your calls on today's McCafe menu a little later on. Rob Quiney, Josh Gablich is going to join us as well. But midday man in the meantime, you call, you get on. one 736 Nick in Mernda, you got a suggestion for the $5 note. Welcome to you, Nick. Yeah, g'day, Dwayne. Look, I know he's not historical, um, but I think Neil Danaher certainly deserves it. The amount of money that he's raised for M&D, um, he's done a lot, really. So I think he'd be perfect for it. Nice nomination. Uh, I had a couple on the text with the same. Sean in the Basin, welcome to you, Sean. Who should be on it? Yes, Dwayne. How are you, mate? Uh, could I have Lionel Rose, mate? You can have Lionel Rose. Uh, it's one of the... One of the most um, maybe underrated in history moments of Australian sport that everybody in Australia at the time when we kind of had black and white TV and we gathered around for the big sporting moments that happened because they got played in the news. We didn't get to watch them live overseas. You kind of found out about it when you watched it on the 6 o'clock news and everybody sort of in Australia kind of watched the 6 o'clock news and, and heard the great Lionel Rose at one. Come back to Melbourne. They had a parade, and uh, there was nearly mm. eighty thousand there. Yeah. Uh, no. Thanks for your nomination, Sean. I appreciate it. Hold the line. Got something for you as well for uh, jumping on the line. We've got a Brick Lane Brewing voucher. Brick Lane One Love Pale Ale, perfect for all occasions. And the ultimate crowd please their drink responsibly. If you weren't with us before the news, uh, there was a report in our news that the five dollar note. We need a new icon for it because the Queen will not be on it. King Charles will not be on it. And uh, there has been quite a few nominations for Kathy Freeman, which is a good nomination. What about Paul Kelly, um, the musician for the $5 note? Thanks for that, Sammy and Hadfield. I'm glad you clarified it, not the Sydney Swan footballer. Uh, Steve Irwin has been nominated. Maccabi Diva has been nominated. Thank Winks has been nominated. John Bertram on the text has been nominated. Uh, keep your text coming through as well. 0433 98 11 16. There's a nomination here for Slim Shady. Um, you probably mean Slim Dusty. I presume you don't mean Eminem. Um, I can't see Marshall Mathers being on our $5 note, but uh, yeah, Slim Dusty, if that's who you meant, maybe is a contender. Rob Quiney's been good enough to join us from SEN Cricket. Uh, it's got to come down to a couple of ripper games, and we can't wait for tonight or wait for Saturday. It's great to have it back on. I've kind of missed having sport on the last couple of nights. There's withdrawal symptoms after the tele, after the tennis finishes on the telly. Welcome <laughs> to you, Rob. Great to have you on. Thanks for having me, Dwayne. You're spot on, mate, aren't you? It, it seems like you, you've gone to the remote on the TV and gone, where's the big bash? And there's been a break, which I think has been refreshing. So it's good that um, people hopefully are in the same boat as us, mate, and looking forward to tonight's game. Yeah, I'd, I'd argue you don't know what you've got till it's gone. We say the season's <laughs> too long, the season's too long, and you know, on Monday night I'm thinking... I wish there was a big bash game on. Uh, so tonight, <laughs> Heat v Sixers. Heard Darren Lehman on SEN well, yesterday morning. Um, it's an interesting period for, for and for the Scorchers, I suppose, too. But more the Sixers who've lost Dee Smith. The Brisbane Heat have lost a heap of players. Um, and, you know, what they're going to deliver without their test guys who've been playing. 
Yeah, you're spot on. The, the, the three names plus Swetson, who's played some games as well, but those three batters are a massive out for the, for the Brisbane Heat. They've done so well, particularly Kawaja and Renshaw. Um, Kawaja just the class at the top and Renshaw, you know, they're icing on the cake and his strike rate is, is going quite well for someone who doesn't face so many balls. So they've had a massive impact. But then you throw you know, Steve Smith out of the side as well, who um, I look at the way that Sydney Sixers have played the SCG of late and um, it seems like a really hard ground to play cricket at the moment, but for everyone except for Steve Smith. So um, it's going to be an interesting battle. I, I dare say it's going to be a low-scoring match if the pitches have been like what they have recently. But it's sort of turned into a bit of a fortress for the Sydney Sixers. And, but in saying that, like the Brisbane Heat, have, you know, they finished fifth. They've just won their, their last three games. And, um, you know, they're, they're looking for a couple more to, to get to the final. I think on paper, Dwayne, um, the Sixers should win this quite easily. But T20 and in finals and the Heat are just running hot at the moment. Um, you never know. Well, I thought the cricket gods were going to play into our hands at one stage. Was there ever any chance that Usman Khawaja could have played tonight if his flight got delayed to tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I hadn't have thought of that, Dwayne. I love the way you think. Yeah, definitely. Um, listening to him on um, the last game, I, I got a feeling that he probably wouldn't have wanted to do that anyway. I felt like that he'd been, uh, felt like he'd been thrown to pillar and post. He'd played and had the Alan Border medal. Uh, he'd been away from home for a few days already. And I've got the feeling that they were lucky that those three guys played the last game against the Renegades. So, but you're right, it would have been quite unique um, to, to say, hey, you're not leaving till tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> let's, fly over Sydney. Yeah, let's fly over to Sydney and, and get the job done. Yeah, it would have been nice. But uh, obviously, he's pretty keen to get there and uh, he's flown out today. Correct. We understand, which is good news. So, um, you're picking the Sixers for tonight. Who's got the best chance of beating the Scorchers? Really good question, because if you look at the, the last game the Sixers and Scorchers played in their final, the the Sixers had the Scorchers 3 for 22, chasing 150, and that would have been an amazing opportunity for them to actually play, go straight in the final and play that final the SCG. And as I said before, they've turned it into a bit of a fortress of late, but... Um, I'm not sure any either of these two sides can beat Perth over there. I, I think it's near impossible. impossible. Um, so, but in saying that, I, I think if anyone can do it to Sixers, they've had success, they've won titles. Um, I feel like they're coming to an end of an era a little bit at the moment. Um, they've got some older players. I look at someone like Dan Christian, who you know has announced his retirement. Um, he'd love to go out with a bang and finish up with another title because t- titles just follow him mm-hmm. at the moment. So. Um, honestly, I don't think anyone can, but if, if, if there is something to go the Sixers way, I think they may be able to. What kind of crowd are we going to get tonight? Will it be full house, full house to finish off? Because Perth might end up being close to a sellout too. Yeah, well, I, thought, I thought Perth was a sellout. If not, it's, it's going oh, to be it pretty is. close. But yeah, yeah tonight, um, tonight, I dare say they'll probably get it two-thirds full, I reckon. I'm probably thinking sort of high 20s. Um, it's a Thursday night. Kids are back at school. Families are, you know, well and truly back at work. So, um, but I guess they've had the success at the SCG. The crowds they've had over the last few weeks have been quite good. They've been in the sort of late teens and early twenties. Um, so I'm hoping for a, you know, a 25 to 30,000 crowd at the SCG. I haven't checked the weather. Um, I'm hoping it's better, a little bit better than what's going to come our way here, Dwayne. Um, but the atmosphere there looks amazing. So. Yeah, I'm hoping that my old coach, Greg Shippard, can get the job done. But you never discount, and I'm sure Darren Lehman would have said something yesterday, you never discount that um, a side that's really got nothing to lose and, and, and made some really good yards in the last couple of years. So when it comes to the pointy end, is there any advantage uh, getting some runs on the board first, or would you rather chase? On, on a wicket like this, I think runs on the board, um, I think, means a lot, just from, from the way the wicket plays. 
but also um, when it comes to a final, I think, you know, you, you get your 160, 170 on the board, any more of the bonus, and then you put the pressure back on the other team. That They constantly talk about the Jew that might come into play uh, at times at night time. It hasn't come into play as much as it has in other seasons. And by that, like the Jew comes in, it means it's easy to bat because the ball slides on and, and is a little bit more consistent. So I'd be batting first. I'd be posting a total, hopefully north of 160, uh, and then back the bowlers to uh, to get the job done. And if, you, if you've got a bowler up your sleeve like Sean Abbott or even Stephen O'Keefe, um, you know, you, you'd back yourself to get that job done nine out of ten times. How are we going to go in India? And if I can put you on the yeah. spot, um, don't... don't uh... This is just a pencil 11, so don't hold Rob Quiney to it. But what's the, what's the 11 going to look like for, for Test 1, given that we know that Green um, might play but only as a batter? And would you do that? Um, what's it going to look like, do you think? Yeah, I, I think, um, look, it depends. If, if Green's bowling, then, you know, Agar's playing. And if Green's not bowling, then, you know, I think, I think potentially a Boland or a Morris plays. So... Um, yeah, I think they've got to go in with two spin, um, but they, they might utilise Labashain and, and Head um, for some spin as well. So I think it'll be a relatively similar side to what we've just finished up here uh, in this series. Um, but you look at the guys on the bench, you've got Hanscom. Todd Murphy, I feel like, will be just... He, he's there as backup for Nathan Lyon directly. Um, I think that the two guys, I think um, your Agar and your Swepsons are, are the real backups or the, the real opportunities to, to play in that first 11 side. So I'm, I'm pumped to see, like, the, the guys are so full of confidence right now. Um, they haven't won in, in years. They're, they're looking at taking on a, a really strong Indian side, albeit without Jasper Pumrah and, and Rishabh Pant, who's, who's coming out of hospital this week from his horrific injury um, at the end of December. But the, the big keys for India, Ashwin and Jadeja, who, you know, tore us apart in, uh, I think it was 2017, um, when we last toured there. So um, it's all good having looking at our bowling lineup, but we've got to get through their bowling lineup at the same time. But I'll tell you what, Dwayne, you've got the Women's 2020 World Cup coming up. You've got the Women's Premier League, their the IPL. You've got the India Series, four-match series. You've got the Ashes coming up. Um, I know three seasons coming up, and I know you love your cats, but um, there's plenty of cricket coming up. Yeah, the good part. I love the Ashes in England because it's on at a great time. These India tests are going to be on at a great time as well. They're starting at about 2, 2.30 in the afternoon. So when I knock off, I'm going to be watching um, the tests in the <laughs> afternoon, which is going to be fantastic. We'll bring it to you on SEN. There's something magic about the Ashes. Um, I, I, had, I was lucky enough to have a child born and come home during an Ashes series many, many years ago, uh, decades ago. And as a dad staying up late, there's nothing, there was nothing better... <laughs> with a crying baby than having the Ashes to watch at the same time. So always been an Ashes fan. Can't wait to see the women play in the IPL T20 as well. I'm looking forward to that. that the opportunity to earn half a million dollars as a female cricketer for a couple of months, it's fantastic. It's so good. And they've been exposed to elements of um, the IPL over there at times. They've had, um, uh, like, semi-seasons of it. They've just sort of done it half-assed, excuse my language. But this time... I've had lost you, Rob, have I? Have you got me? Have you got me?
second there. I don't know what happened. Big glitch in the system, but uh, they broke the line down between us. Um, you probably gave me the answer on my question about women's T20. It is fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. And, I mean, we think back to the first iteration of the men's IPL um, over a decade ago, and we saw how it changed people's lives dramatically. And um, the opportunity for this to happen to, you know, international women cricketers now is, is fantastic. And, you know, the exposure they get, the opportunity, and then um, for them to, to set themselves up for life is, is great. And, you know, that, I guess that's, you know, one of the main benefits of uh, what India are doing right now in, in terms of cricket over there. And, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully eyes on the screens and, and opportunities for, for women cricketers to, um, to show their wares around the world. So... Uh... How does the selection committee or the selectors or how does the captain, Pat Cummins, decide on Swepson or Agar? Is it Agar is the guy that played at the SCG and that's been the plan from the get-go. So by seniority and the way it's been planned out, he gets the gig. Does net form count for anything at all? I think, I think a lot comes down to matchups and, and what's worked historically. Uh, and, and looking at that, Kuldeep Yadav is a, a left-arm leg spin over in India, and he tends to be the third, sometimes fourth spinner used over in India in some continent conditions. Um, Swepson was used in Sri Lanka last year and did a good job. Um, I think they just look at Ashwin and Jadeja as the, look, that's the recipe, they're finger spinners. Um, you get more variation out of the rough, more variation from finger spinners, uh, and that's, I think, where Agar gets the nod as well. And I think the other thing that plays in his uh, in, in his way as well is that he, he can hold the bat uh, and he's amazing in the field. So, you know, I've even read reports that he's, he's had to lead on and doing practice at bat pad catching as well. So, mm. um, yeah, I think that's what it is, Dwayne. Like, it took warning a long time to get his groove over in India as a, as a wrist spinner. And I think as a finger spinner, it seems to be more... Um, Nathan Lyon comes from more high, gets a more drop and bounce, where over there it tends to be a little bit drop and some angles, and, um, and the finger spinners tend to do a really good job. So uh, I, I think they'll start with Agar, but you know Andrew McDonald is, a, is an intelligent man, and uh, I think it comes down to him and Pat Cummins as to what they think is going to suit the conditions and also the matchups of, of right-hand batters as well. Got a serious prediction for us? Yeah, are you saying serious because you do you think Australia no, serious. won the game? No, well, oh, no, serious. I think we Sorry, will. Um, I mean, our, yeah, no, yeah. Our, 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 I think our batting lineup's great. I just worry about if we go for spin, which it looks like we have to because the pitchers want it, then we're kind of going away from our strength because our fast bowlers. I mean, if you had if you had Bolan and Morris, um, you know, I, I like our chances in England maybe more so than maybe India because. Um, I'm a bit worried about our tandem spin duo being able to get enough wickets. Yeah, but also how the, how the quicks can go through partnership bowling as well. So um, in all seriousness, I, I think I think India will win 2-1. Um, that, that's my prediction. I hope I hope we can at least be 2-all two, two or, in fact, win. Um, I feel like we might we might lose the first test uh, and then it'll be, it'll be pretty competitive after that. But uh, I hope I'm wrong. Have you got a prediction, Dwayne, at all? Uh, well, I think if we lose the first test, I think we lose the series. But I think if we draw the first test, um, I think we win the series. How's that sound? Yeah, I love it. I love the way you're thinking, mate. Because that's what they did in Pakistan. They, it was like a rope of dope, wasn't it? They, they dragged it out and, and um, got the killer blow in the last test. So uh, hopefully they, they, they probably might follow the same method. Um, hopefully they've got the same result. Yep. Uh, great to have you, Rob. Always good to be able to pick your brain. And uh, good commentating. Big bash tonight coming your way. Should be a ripper. And the final on Saturday should be fantastic as we're going to tune in tonight on SEN Brisbane Heat and the Sydney Sixers, the winner to play the Perth Scorchers. We'll talk soon, Rob. Thanks for your time.
Thanks, Dwayne. Take care, mate. Rob Quiney joining us. Back to your calls after the break. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Still part of the McCafe menu. Josh Gablich is going to join us. He's been in the Hawthorne Inner Sanctum this week. He was in the Bulldog Inner Sanctum last week, so we'll have a chat to Josh Gablich on that. But back to your calls after the break if you'd like to join me. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Plenty of nominations still coming through for the $5 note. Put Shane Warne on the $5 note. I like that. Um, Chad Morgan for the $5 note. I'm not sure Chad will get on there. There's already enough musicians represented on our currency, but it would be a good look. It'd be an Aussie look. We'll take a break. You're with Dwayne's welcome.